This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast by Hunter Beal. Welcome back with another podcast episode. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I didn't post uh, Sunday night and I won't be posting Friday night anymore. I'll be going with Wednesdays from now on in the middle of the week so you guys can just listen to it whenever. I've been going more towards a podcast. spending more time on my side to get better information because I'm seeing a slight decline in views and it's not that big of a deal or anything. I'm going to keep on working, but I realized and I'm looking at my the stuff I'm producing and putting out and I was doing qual- uh, quantity over quality a little bit. So I want to focus more and I want to start having a lot more guests. I know when I was in school, I was having a guest like every other week and I was bang, 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 bang. And I've just been so busy and I love doing the podcast. That's the thing. I, I don't think this as a chore or anything like that. So I want to be able to work on this, but I want to do quality. So I want to have, start having a little bit more guests, hopefully every week or if not every other week have guests. I know I have a, a guest coming on pretty soon. Uh, I'm going to schedule a time with him for next week. So next podcast, a little hint, uh, he's helped develop over $1.3 billion in real estate. So uh, it, it's a big guest. Uh, I'm super excited to have him on the podcast. I'm not going to give too much information away, and I don't want to lock in and confirm that that's happening, but uh, I am scheduling a time. I've been talking to him on LinkedIn, so super excited to get that. But as I said, I'm going to be working on quality over quantity, so I'm going to be putting out one podcast per week. Just want to give you guys a little update before we get started in, but diving right in today's talk, confidence. So I have had low confidence and I've had high confidence. And I think I have a good understanding of what it takes to have confidence. And I think the first thing I want to do is define confidence by the dictionary, the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something in firm trust. And in my definition of confidence, I think it is more of a knowing that I can do something and I feel comfortable doing it. I'm not stressed and I know what I'm doing and I'm knowledgeable in this, this sort of topic. So becoming confident with an article that I've been reading, because I don't want to just give all my experiences. I want to give you guys some uh, things that you can implement in your life is, and the, it's actually from Inc.com, And I was reading an article of how to And this is something I've been implementing as well. So it really helps that the article is re-implementing what I would have shared already. So I know what I'm going to be talking about is already good information as well. Number one, it says keep learning. And learning is about your business or your work, your job, your experiences, whatever it may be. You can do this from seminars, courses, reading, uh, podcasts, listening to this one, (laughs) who knows. But um, there's many resources to keep on learning within your industry to become one of the top tier candidates for if you're applying for a job or if you're already working. So you're a top employee. So becoming that linchpin, like we talked about in another episode when I reviewed that book, becoming something that is indispensable is something you can't replace. Anyone can replace a McDonald's worker uh, of this, like most jobs today can be replaced and it's about you can have you can work at a replaceable job but if you're able to work efficiently and do extra things then you start to become indispensable because they know if they lose you then they're gonna have trouble finding someone that can even closely represent of what you did and holding the company well so 
keep learning is definitely a huge one in confidence because, I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? You can't talk about things that you don't know. So you have to be able to understand and redo a fine tune. I know when I started my internship, I was clueless on so many things. Now I can pick up the phone and I have that confidence when talking to someone. And if I don't know, then I know, uh, depending, there's good situation. I was talking to my boss about this. I don't know. And it's kind of a confidence thing. That's why I'm adding it is you don't always want to tell people you don't know. It de- again, it depends on the circumstance. When I'm giving a pitch to investors or venture capitalists to for them to take a stake out of my company, I have to I have to say I don't know if they catch me off guard and ask a question I have no idea because I tell you what, if I say I do know and I try to work around it, they're going to catch me on my BS right away and they're going to know that I'm not being truthful and they're going to know I don't actually know. So in that circumstance, it's okay not to know. But in other circumstances, like when talking to a a client or whatever it may be and you don't know you become less credible because and it gives you less confidence like I'm getting all these different types of questions because I'm answering the phone all the time and it's a wide range of different questions each and every day and I feel bad like my confidence goes down a little bit because I'm like I I don't know the answer to this and I have to ask my manager but then I I have that locked in now now that I've had that conversation and then I have 10 other phone calls that I'm able to answer with confidence so it's it's keeping on learning although at the beginning you won't know a lot it's about making sure that you do ask or you do learn and you implement it with your actions so that's been a huge thing another thing is having a clear vision having a clear vision and knowing what you need to achieve like I said doing goals whatever it may be you, uh, in another podcast, I talked about goal setting. You have to have a clear vision because a clear vision establishes, establishes objectives that you can work towards. And it's a concise vision of what you want to become as a person to improve your position, to work towards that goal. And that goal is going to improve you to have more confidence and as well to be a linchpin or undispensable type of person that's hard to replace. Taking risk is such a big thing, and it's like, I I hate talking in circles about California, but this internship opportunity I had, only one person could fill it, and I'm not trying to lift myself up and give myself confidence, I'm just giving my experiences so I can help you, and I took a risk taking this because I didn't know. I know the cost of living is more expensive. I know, but then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I worked my butt off, and only one candidate can go to California. Only one person can fill this spot, and... I had to take an opportunity and take that risk, although I knew it was expensive and I'm going to get a little bit out of my comfort zone because I'm not able to save as much because I have to pay for I'm my company that I'm interning for. They are amazing. They pay for my apartment, so I'm not complaining whatsoever. I just I know came coming in that I would gas would be more expensive, you know, things that they they obviously aren't going to pay for. That's on me. And I 100% understand that. So it's like understanding uh I understood the risk and I took it and it was a little bit more of how much I thought it was going to be. But at the end of the day, I'm going to look back in 20 years and be like, I'm glad I took that internship. I learned so much and I'm, I'm continuing to grow. I'm continuing to learn all these new things. I haven't been in an office environment. I've been a lifeguard. Then I was a head guard. Then I became a, um, 
a remodeler. So I was helping a, a small company remodel bathrooms, basements, just all types of different things in houses. And then I became screen mobile. I was screening windows and it's not TV screens or anything like that. It's like actual window screens that I was doing and we were doing motorized screens. I learned so much and it was a lot of construction and in my jobs were wrapped around customer service. Yes, but I was doing a type of job or objective and it was labor in a way. Whereas this office job, I'm able to learn a lot more and I knew taking that risk, I was able to make my my resume or myself more diverse in understanding because another book, which I'll give a review is how to become better at almost everything. You have to be a generalist. You, you don't have to be 80% better than if you're 80% better in one category than another person, you're wasting your time because you don't have to be perfect at every goal. What matters is that you can do a lot of different things and be able to put them together as a package and be an amazing package rather than just being good at one thing, which I, I really enjoyed about that book. And I'll talk about in another podcast, but like I said, just finishing up taking risk is, is you have to be willing to take that risk in order to have those high awards and achievements and to grow as a person. Another thing is pitching doubt. Uh, you might doubt yourself. And I've, I know my fair share of th- things. I've doubted myself a lot throughout my, my lifetime, whatever it may be. I doubted myself when I was joining the executive board as historian for Phi Gamma Delta a fraternity I'm in. And I was like, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to have time? All this stuff. And then I just eventually ditched it. And I was like, I'm just going to work my best. I'm going to try my hardest and I'm going to give it hell and see what, what happens. And you know what? I, me and my cabinet have from the graduates and that oversee our fraternity. So we're one of the best cabinets they have seen in a long time. And that was a very boast of confidence right there because, and I know I worked my butt off and I know my other cabinet members, the people on my team had my back, I had their back and we were able to work effectively as a team and we were able to ditch doubt. We didn't have doubt in our, in our mindset. We just had, here's something that we have a problem with. How are we going to solve it? Boom, 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 boom. Solution, 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 opportunity cost, how, which option is going to be the best and at what cost is it going to be the best? So it was Ditching doubt that I was able within that experience to understand that, you know, I'm going to have trouble. I'm not going to always understand everything, but that's a whole process of learning. And I have to take that risk in order to ditch that doubt. And I become a better person when I get out of my comfort zone. And re- and another thing is recognizing small things that have been accomplished. And like another book I've talked about, uh, Make Your Bed, is super important. And I like those little tasks in the day, an accomplishment, give you confidence. I make my bed. I have confidence. I'm going to come back tonight. I'm going to open those covers and I'm going to just snuggle all in. I'm going to be super happy because my bed's made and I'm super comfortable. So like these little accomplishments give me confidence at the beginning of the day. And I know when I'm going to bed at night that I've accomplished everything that I've done and I'm coming home to a snug, tight bed that I've made and have boasted myself with confidence. And there's so many things like in a work environment, the small things that I accomplished, like I had um, a client today that uh, there was a problem and I, we weren't able to get to their solution as they wanted to. So I was, I was able to think the best thing, how I could solve it. And I was able to find something and creative thinking and work around that. And I was able to send that person uh, a link to something that would help them. And it was a reliable resource that could help them as well. So it was like, um, for something, I'm not going to go because I don't want to get in trouble with work or whatever. So I don't 
put all my information that I've, you know, so I can't like talk about people, the conversations I've had, so to say, because I just don't want to be liable for that or get in trouble. So I stay from away from which sometimes hurt me because I'm trying to explain something and then it's kind of confusing to the audience. So just bear with me on that, that, uh, example, but it's like, for example, if something breaks in my, or if someone above me in my apartment is being loud, then, uh, I know that I can order a sound machine and that would be another option. So there's like many little different things that you can do. And, to help build that confidence. So in realizing these small things, I didn't have to do that, but I did it anyways. I, I helped a, another person out to, from people being a little bit loud upstairs. I was able to, uh, I, we're not going to replace the entire floor. It's super expensive, but we can work around that. And I'm trying to, within our budget work with them. So, uh, I, I gave them an option of a, a sound machine and I was like, listen, I know it's not the best ideal thing, but I'm promising you, I use one and it works. Like I sleep like a baby. So I was able to help them on that. I'm sorry. That was kind of a, a bearish, um, example, but just again, bear with me on that one. But confidence is super important because without confidence, we, I mean, the opposite of confidence is just not having confidence. So you don't have this well-being of a feeling of, I'm confident I can accomplish this. It's very important to me, and I know a lot of other people, is to have that confidence because then you're able to talk to that person, tell them how it is, don't work around it or anything like that, and lay it out for them what what how you mean it and everything. Like, I'm able to talk with people with confidence and it took a lot of time because I had doubt, but when I ditched doubt and I was able to become more knowledgeable in my field, I was able to understand. And, and that's such a big key in confidence. Although you have to take that risk and when you start something new, like a job, whatever it may be, a hobby, you at the end of the day, you aren't going to really know what you're doing, but that's a whole part of the process. You have to be willing to become coachable. That's one of the biggest things I've learned in entrepreneurship in my major is becoming coachable, knowing when to take good advice and not to take bad advice because, you know, bad advice would be like someone saying, you're ugly. I can't fix that. I'm just ugly. I'm sorry. Like that's, that's terrible advice. I can't do anything about that. But if someone says, Hey, I think you could tweak this a little bit. I think this idea isn't the best, but here's a better idea. And I'll look into it and see if they're right. But most likely, like for my business plan, for example, when people tell me that, it's like, I, I did think that was the, the right thing, but I ended up researching and finding out dot, 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 dot. There's a reason why I ended up going with this product instead of that product or whatever it may be. So at the end of the day, knowing when to take good advice and bad advice and becoming coachable to build your confidence is super important. If you aren't coachable, if you are ignorant and don't want to hear feedback, then you aren't going to have good confidence because like I asked my boss, my, uh, my boss, which she is a hard worker. I love her to death. I'm going to give a shout out to where Raina, she works at, uh, she's actually moving, um, to a, a new position. She works her tail off day and night and she makes sure everything's going well. I, she's like a work mom to me. She, she's amazing. And she's taught me so much within my industry at such a little time. And I, I asked her before she was uh, packing up and um, leaving one day, I was like, Hey, 
do you mind giving me some feedback? I know I've been here for about a month, but I really want to hear some really solid feedback so I'll be able to improve. And she said, yeah, absolutely. So there was a, there was a circumstance where I walked up and when I answered the door, when someone comes for an appointment or whatever, or they're asking a question, I said a couple times like, oh, what's up? How can I help you? And it wasn't, I shouldn't say what's up. It's like, be more of an, like, enjoy, like say something like, good afternoon. How can I help you today? Instead of like, what's up? What's up? Sounds like you're bothering them. And I had no idea. I was what you call rationally ignorant, which is I could know, but I didn't know. And now that I figured out that that was a problem, I was able to adjust it. And now I answer the door with good afternoon. How can I help you? Or good morning. How can I help you? And having that brightness to brighten their day and help them and start the conversation out with a good good start is really good and it boasts my confidence. I had no idea I was doing that. If you aren't able to receive feedback, you will just be an average worker. You have to get feedback so you become the best of the best employees. Because, and I I always tell them, I said, listen, you're not going to hurt my feelings. I really want to hear feedback. And I always tell them like, you're going to be hurting me if you don't give me feedback. That's crucial. I, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I want to hear feedback. And getting that feedback from them and I'm able to actually put it into action goes a far way. I know I made this podcast a little bit longer than normal and they're going to be a little bit longer now that uh, I'm only posting on Wednesdays. And I'm becoming more organic and I, lit, I read a book, Crush It by Gary Vee, and he was talking about becoming organic and not editing your posts, knowing that people make mistakes. I sometimes, sometimes like my brain's thinking too fast and I talk too fast and then like I mess up words or pronunciations, whatever it may be, but it's very important to have that organic so your audience knows you mess up too. And I do mess up at the end of the day. So that's something that I'm working towards. And then one episode per week, and I'm going to try to have more guests on. I'm, I'm, you guys are going to be super excited with the next guest. I hope you guys give it a listen. With that being said, cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Remember, try to boast your confidence and take good feedback. I'll see you on the next one.